My brothers and my sisters, we are delighted on this Mother's Day to be able to share sermonically as a tag team, a mother and her sons. Scripture reading will come from Luke, the seventh chapter, Luke, the seventh chapter, the 11th verse, Luke, seventh chapter, the 11th verse. It says, soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, don't cry. Then he went up and touched the bier they were carrying him on, and the bearer stood still. He said, young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up, began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us. They said, God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. My brothers and my sisters, I ask that you would join us in a word of prayer as we share on the sermon subject today in this tag team. Jesus knows what a mother goes through. Jesus knows what a mother goes through. Let us pray. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, Lord, where shall I go? Gracious and all-wise God, have your way. Take control. Use us. Use us to your glory and to your honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, won't you give God a hand clap of praise in the house? Matter of fact, just look at somebody and say, Jesus knows what a mother goes through. Jesus knows what a mother goes through. Mothers, mothers, mothers. Mothers are teachers. Mothers are disciplinarians. Mothers are cleaning ladies. Some mothers are gardeners and landscapers. Mothers are nurses, doctors, psychologists, counselors, chauffeurs, and coaches. And all of this takes place before they even leave out their house. Mothers are developers of personalities. Mothers are molders of vocabularies. Mothers are shapers of attitudes. Mothers are soft voices saying, I love you. Mothers are also stern voices saying, you better sit your behind down. And mothers are a link to a child's first impression of God's love. Mothers wipe snotty noses, check homework, cheer at games, cook favorite dishes, attend teachers' meetings, give the best advice, Mothers, mothers, mothers help dreams come true. They immediately correct us when we're wrong, and 
they are our number one fans when we finally get things right. Mothers, mothers, they are not perfect. They make mistakes. They sometimes come up short. But they love us unconditionally. And they want the best for us, even when they don't have a clear picture of what the best looks like. And sometimes it's easy for those of us who reap the benefits of mothers to forget what it takes to be a mother. You forget about the sacrifices that they make, the obstacles that they must overcome, the challenges that they must deal with. We forget that mothers are not just mothers, but mothers are humans too. They are misunderstood by their spouses, taken for granted by their children, challenged by society, and hurt by the ones they love. And only a mother can truly understand the blessing and the curses of motherhood. Can I get at least one, one witness to it, to admit and attest to the fact that only a mother can know what a mother goes through? I know without a shadow of doubt that right here in this place, and those who are watching online, that there are mothers who are struggling to make ends meet. Mothers struggling to raise children all by themselves. Mothers struggling to be independent for themselves, but still totally dependent on God. Mothers struggling to keep their kids safe from the streets. Mothers struggling to find a way to rob Peter so that they will still be able to pay Y'all know who Paul is, mothers struggling to run their own successful businesses while struggling to run children to practice. And in the midst of it all, mothers have the hardest time struggling to not lose themselves in the midst of all their struggles. They're carrying the load and bearing the weight and sometimes they can feel like they are doing it all by themselves. And even when they are going through the worst of times and it feels like there is no help in sight, they manage to make it work with smiles that are many times hiding frowns and makeup that is covering tears. Mothers are the real MVPs. Mothers are the superheroes. They are the champions, the warriors, and the defenders of the universe. Somebody look at a mother and say, I'm a mother. That's what I, 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 I'm a mother. And in the text, we find, we find this mother who is in the process of bearing her only son. She is not just a mother, but we find out that she is also a widowed mother, which means that this is not the first time that she has had to deal with writing an obituary and making funeral arrangements. This was a rough time in the life of this mother, Heather already buried her husband who during that time was the financial provider of the home and now having to deal with the death of her only son who would have been the one to take on the responsibilities of his deceased father. She has lost not only all of her family, but she has also lost her financial income. This mother is finding herself in the midst of the situation that I believe only a mother knows what she's going through. 
So we decided to look at this text so that we can encourage a mother who came who is feeling alone, feeling like you are losing more than you are gaining, feeling like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and it feels like that this is too much to bear. But I just came by and we just came by to tell you that even though mothers know what mothers go through, can I give you some good news this morning? That is that not only do mothers know what mothers go through, but Jesus knows what a mother goes through. And I want to stay with this first point. How do you know, Reverend Bill, that uh, Jesus knows what a mother goes through? The first thing we realize is that we know that Jesus knows what a mother goes through because Jesus sees what a mother goes through. Look at somebody, tell him he sees you. That's he sees you in verse 11 and 12. Luke lets us know that there's a large crowd with Jesus. And as they approach the gate, there is another large crowd from the town with the mother who is about to bury her son. So the mother in the midst of two large crowds around her is trying to deal with the situation that appears to be overwhelming and overpowering. The crowd is significant because all of us know it's easy to get lost in the crowd. And sometimes the hardest thing for a mother is being in the midst of the crowd and not being seen. Not necessarily a physical crowd, but a crowd of things that sometimes keep those around them from actually seeing all that they are really going through. So although mothers are in our faces the majority of the day, many times we actually don't see all the weights and all the burdens and all the concerns that they are carrying all by themselves. And can I get at least one mother that can say, you're talking to me, Rev? And, but but I, I love in verse 13, it says, when the Lord saw her, <laughs> something changes when Jesus sees you in the midst of the two large crowds. Jesus did something for that mother that many of us are seeking right now, and that's just to be seen, to be acknowledged, to be recognized, to be viewed right where we are this mother needed to feel like she was still significant still important and still worthy enough just to be seen jesus was able to see her and not just see her but see all of her he saw her pain he saw her frustration he saw her anguish he saw her fears he saw her doubts and he saw her grief jesus was not distracted by the diversion of the crowd but jesus saw a mother who was in need of his immediate attention and sometimes that's all we really want is to know that god still sees us in the midst of the crowds and god's eyes are still focused on our condition tell somebody jesus sees you jesus i, I remember my mama would sometimes tell me she just needed to lay her eyes on me <laughs> she always could sense when something was wrong and and she would call me and say baby come by i just need to lay my eyes on you and it was something about my mama's eyes on me that assured me that no matter what i was going through that everything was going to be okay anybody need to feel god's eyes on you 
to know that what you're going through, that you're not going through it alone, to know that no matter how bad it looks, that God is still looking after you. That's what a mother needs to know right now is that there is no crowd that is large enough that will get in the way of God's eyes on both you and your situation. No matter how tough it may be, no matter how difficult the season you're in, God sees you. That's why I love the songwriter said, I sing because I'm happy. The songwriter said, I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the stairwell. And I thank God, I know God is watching over me. Look at somebody, tell him, he sees me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He not only sees us, but he also feels what a mother is going through. I say he feels what a mother is going through. In verse 13, it says, when Jesus saw her, his heart went out to her. The New King James Version says when he saw her, he had compassion on her. And the beauty of this text is that Jesus' heart went out to her without her even knowing, without her even asking. He was moved by her situation and spoke comfort in the midst of what she was going through. That's the kind of God we serve. He not only sees us, but he feels us. He has compassion on us. He seeks out those who are hurting, those who are harassed, those who are helpless, those who are in pain. And I said, I wasn't going to tell nobody. But I couldn't keep it to myself. I know what it feels like to lose a son. I know what it feels like to have that horrible pain of loss, of sorrow, of disbelief. I know what it feels like to think that you are dreaming. This can't be true. But you wake up and the loss is still there. The loss not always of family, but the loss of self, the loss of financial stability, the loss of your rights as a woman. After 50 years, they're trying to change the law. I know what it feels like. And most of all, I know the feeling of anger. Oh, Kubler-Ross says that one of the stages of grief is anger. And I know what it feels like to be angry at others, but most of all, to be angry at God. I said, God, after 60 years ago, my 14-month-old son went to glory 
from a malignant brain tumor. Wasn't expected. So I asked God, why? 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 Why didn't you take me and let my child live? I was a wretch undone, church. And God saw me, and like the widow of name, God felt my pain. And God had compassion on me. I lost my joy, but God restored my faith. I said, I lost my joy. But God gave me back my faith. And because I trusted God, for he knew the plans that he had for me. He knew the plans that he had for me. And I stand before you today. I stand before you today. A living witness of the power and love of God as I stand before you with my two sons. God gave me two sons for the one son that I lost. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he, won't he, won't he, won't he do it? Come on, somebody give God praise for the word. But the third thing we want you to know, my brothers and sisters, is Jesus touches what a mother goes through. Jesus also touches what a mother goes through. It's an interesting thing because when we look at this story, this story is not just a story about what a mother goes through, but it's a story of humanity because all of us know what it's like to experience loss. This is for anyone who's grieving, anyone who's dealt with a dead situation. And the reality is that you can be grieving and no one's died. You can be in the midst of a dead situation, a dead circumstance. You can experience life and folks still be right in front of you. You can experience grief and folks be right in front of you. Oh, but the interesting thing is we look at the scriptures, the Bible says it is that funeral procession was going by. That funeral procession was going by, it says in verse 14, Then Jesus went up and touched the bier they were carrying him on, and the bearer stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, get up. And the dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. It's an interesting thing, my brothers and my sisters, because Jesus touched the coffin, Jesus touched the funeral bier, and in the midst of touching the coffin, he touched the mother and the son at the same time. Uh, that I don't know about you, but Jesus has a way to put his hand on your situation. And when he puts his hand on your situation, he has a way of turning everything around. I, I must admit, I must admit that in many ways, uh, that as a son and as a man, uh, that I often have read this text and I've read it and I've missed the heart of the text. I read the text and I saw the text being about the story of resurrection. I read the text and I saw the story about the fact that Jesus had done a miracle and had gotten the boy up. I read the text, and isn't that often how it happens, Mother? Uh, that you sitting there, and you in the midst of all that you're going through, you've been praying, and you've been believing God to work, and when God does the miracle, don't nobody realize it was the mother's prayers because everybody's looking at what happened in the situation. 
that the situation turns around and nobody's looking at the impact on the mama. The situation turns around and everybody just wants to talk about the boy that got up. If you realize when we look back over it, uh, that people talk about what? They talk about the resurrection of this boy. But the reality is that Jesus didn't just touch the boy. He touched the mama too. The reality is that when Jesus had compassion, Jesus saw the mama and said, Mama, don't cry. Lord, have mercy. Because Jesus wasn't doing it necessarily because the boy deserved it. Jesus was working a miracle because the mama deserved it. Have I got any mothers in the house today that are believing that God's going to do a work in your child? Not because your child's been so good, but because you've been good enough. You've been faithful and you've been believing. God touched my baby. God, I've been... I, I personally understand this story. I personally understand this story because uh, uh, when I look at Reverend Dr. Nancy Lee, when I look at Reverend Dr. Nancy Lee, and she had given part of her testimony uh, about her, her youngest son dying. She had given her testimony about her youngest son dying. Uh, but I know that there was another time in which she was dealing with the pain and the heartache and the grief of a living son who appeared to be dead. Uh, uh, of a living son who everything he did was towards death. A living son of everything he did was of dysfunction. A living son who was in a place of opportunity and possibility. And she and my father had did everything they could to position me to be everything that I could be. And in the midst of it all, all I wanted was foolishness. All I wanted was self-destruction. All I wanted was anger. All I wanted was pain. All I wanted was to be able to go in a path that would lead me to what was going to be surely an impending death and I remember Lord have mercy I remember I remember when God turned my life around I remember being in church one day and I remember being thankful to God for the work that God had done for me I remember when God had taken away the anger I remember when God had taken away the dysfunction I remember when God had taken away the self-destructive tendencies I remember that when God had me on the right path headed in the right direction and I remember going to my mama one day after church church. I remember going to my mama and saying, mama, how did you make it with all that I put you through? How did you make it when I kept headed towards the fire? How did you make it when I kept headed towards the mess? How did you make it when I kept headed towards hell? How did you make it when I kept headed towards death? Mama, how did you make it? And my mama said, baby, uh, I had to one day uh, take you to the altar and leave you there and believe that Jesus would touch you and Jesus would handle you and can I tell somebody that he touched me? Lord have mercy. And all the joy that fills my soul that something happened. Jesus didn't touch me because I was so good. Jesus touched me because I had a praying mama. And I believe I've got some praying mamas in here. Don't stop praying. Don't stop believing. Everybody else can give up, but don't you give up. I've got some praying parents. I've got some folks who you may not be a parent, but you've got a dead looking situation. Don't you give up. You keep on praying. You keep on believing. Because Jesus can touch your dead situation and raise it and you at the same time.
I know you're aching. I know you're hurting. He'll raise it and you. Jesus didn't just get me up. Jesus got my mama together because she was able to have joy and give a testimony of what the Lord has been able to do today and in this moment speaking to some mothers speaking to some parents I'm speaking to some people to tell you he touched me Jesus will touch what you're going through and make all the difference in your situation And now, you stand and say, God, thank you. For he touched me. Yes, he touched me. And oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something, something happened. And now I know he touched me and made, he made me whole. God, is touching somebody in right now in this situation. You see, everybody don't walk around with the story all over them. Many of us carry it. Nobody knows. Mothers, and I'm not just singling you off, but today is Mother's Day. And this is for everybody. Be very clear. But mothers, trust God. Be encouraged. Know that there's nothing too hard for God to do. Like I said, you don't know my story. You don't know my story. It ain't been easy. It's been rough. Sometimes walking around with cardboard in my shoes to keep from feeling the, the sidewalk. Sometimes taking to school banana sandwiches. Yeah, that's bread and bananas and mayonnaise. And the kids laughed at me. They laughed at me, but All I can say is that I had a praying mama. And I know you had praying mamas, praying grandmamas, praying nanas, praying memas, yeah. And if it had not been for those prayers, where would you be? So right now, I just want you to think on the goodness of God. Don't worry about all that's behind. Think on what's ahead. Think on the goodness of God. And because God has been good, 
we give God all honor. We give God all praise. We give God all glory. As you stand all over the church, a couple of pieces we want to do today. One, if you are a mother, and the burden sometimes feels real heavy, and you just need God to touch you today, I just want you to raise your hand right where you are. Let us pray. God, in Jesus' name, we come on this Mother's Day, God, praying for these mothers. God, we come praying, God, for your hand to be upon them. We come praying, God, that you would touch every situation of their concern. Touch their children in Jesus' name. Young children, grown children, adult children. God, in Jesus' name, touch God are the situations in which they feel God have gotten out of control. God, in Jesus' name, we pray and believe in the name, Lord Jesus, that as you touch God's situations, you'll touch them as well. Touch them and their children at the same time. Raise and lift up their children as you lift them up at the same time. God, in Jesus' name, we speak against anxiety right now. We speak against the spirit of depression right now. We speak against the spirit of low self-esteem and low self-worth right now. God, some of these mothers have been beat down a long time. They've been beat down by the ones that should have been there to help them carry the load. They've been beat down by the ones that should have been there to lift them up. But God, in Jesus' name, we speak against God, every demonic attack that's been against them in the name Lord Jesus. And we speak joy bells into their souls in the name Lord Jesus. We speak God joy. We speak peace, God. We speak God a, a, a love into their hearts in the name of Jesus. God, in Jesus' name, we come praying, God, for those in here who are grappling with the grief of a mother who's gone on to be with you. God, in Jesus' name, we come praying, God, for those who are grappling with the challenge of a mother who their relationship is, is tense with, is challenged with. God, in Jesus' name, we come praying, God, for all that are in this room, believing, God, uh, that as the scriptures say, you'll be a mother to the motherless. God, in Jesus' name, we come believing, God, your hand to be upon your people and every need in this house, we believe you shall meet in Jesus' name. And so, God, on this Mother's Day, we thank you for mothers. God, in this Mother's Day, we thank you for grandmothers. God, on this Mother's Day, we thank you, God, for folks who have taken the load of mothers, even though they're not biologically mothers, but they've taken the load of taking care of those that are not even theirs. God, on this Mother's Day, we thank you for grandmothers who have gone back to take the load of their grandchildren and to raising them like they're their mothers. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for your people, and we pray your hand to be upon them. And we are believing that every dead situation, you shall touch it right now in Jesus' name. And there shall be, God, a resurrection. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. If you receive that, won't you give God a hand clap of praise in the house today? If you receive, believe that, won't you give God a hand clap of praise in the house today?
Look, even as you stand and even as you're online, and we thank God for all the mothers online and everyone online, even as you stand or even as you're online, we come believing that the reason that the mother could see resurrection is because Jesus was in town. And I've come by to let somebody know that Jesus is in the room, Jesus is online, and Jesus wants to see about you. If you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, I want to give you that opportunity today. Whether you are here in Suitland, whether you're watching us online, whether you're on Roku, Apple TV, Fire TV, that whatever way you are watching us on your phone, that I believe that Jesus can see about you right now. Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Someone today, a Jesus died for you. God raised him from the dead so you could have power, so you could have everlasting life. Not just everlasting life, but Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. You can have a better life right here. And this isn't just about up over there, but this is about right here, right now. If you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life and you want to give your heart, give your life to Jesus today, we want you to have opportunity to give your life to Christ today. Uh, if that's you, whether you're online, if you're online and you want to get connected, just right there in the chat, get connected or text Hope Decision to 474747. If you're here, uh, right here in Suitland, I just want you, if you're not saved or if you need a church home, if you're already saved but you need a church home, you need a place where you can go and grow, I believe Community of Hope is a great place to call your home. And I believe that this is a place. Now, if you're looking for a perfect church, uh, this ain't the one. Amen. If you're looking for a perfect church, this ain't the one. But the truth be told, if you find a perfect church, once you join, it won't be perfect anymore. But if you're looking for a church of people who are trying to be better today than we were yesterday, trying to serve God better tomorrow than we did today, trying to grow to be better than Jesus, then you're in the right place at what? The right time. Because we're the community of hope where everyone has a chance. And we don't care who you are, what you've done, or who you did it with. Don't care if you did it last night or woke up doing it this morning. But when you get here... You're in the right place at the right time to become all that God has called you to become. If you're not saved or if you need a church home or even want to just rededicate your faith, today is your day and this is your moment. If that's you, if that's you, if that's you, if that's you, you want to give your life to Christ or to make this your church home or to just rededicate your faith and you want to do that right now, won't you just do me a favor? Just raise your hand wherever you are. Is that you? I see your hand. I see your hand. Come on, won't you just lift your hand up? Lift it high. I see your hand. I see your hand. If you're not saved, if you need a church, come on. Online, just say it's me. Just put in the chat, it's me. Just put in the chat, it's me. If that's you, if you raise your hand, won't you come down to the altar? We just want to pray for you. We just want to pray for you. Won't you just make your way down to the... Come on, give God some praise for folks as they are making their way on down.